living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Welcome back to the three L's. So today's all about coronavirus 2019. Just gonna jump right into it today. Um, I've, you know, found out about all of the school closures. There's, of course, all the public events that have been closed. And the number one reaction is for that to start inciting anxiety. Anytime you turn on the news, um, you open up Google on your phone, and this is kind of speaking from personal experience, bam, there is information on coronavirus and contracting it, what to do if you contract it, and a lot of this can definitely incite feelings of anxiety. Very normal to feel that. I mean, I feel it too. Um, Just unfortunately checked my investment portfolio, and uh, really shocking, really shocking. So, Everyone is kind of getting affected on different levels from the stock markets to um, not being able to go to school to some workplaces possibly shutting down. Uh, I know here in Virginia, some of the Norfolk public uh, facilities have shut down, Um, just got done (laughs) tuning into Good Morning America and of course found out so many other huge public events, March Madness, um, places within New York all shut down. And I, you know, came across this great article last night. It's uh, written in courts. And so the concept of kind of shutting everything down is called social distancing. And believe it or not, this concept of social distancing has been around since the 1900s. And really came about in around 1918 and you may be wondering why I'm talking about social distancing but essentially I'm trying to encourage you to reframe possible anxieties about why we are supposed to be kind of keeping in our homes you know self-quarantining and this is a concept that came about uh, as I I was saying you know from around the 19. 18 year apparently in the city of philadelphia it threw uh, they threw a very large parade that essentially a many people died after going there had been major warnings of the spanish flu going around and instead of canceling that huge parade they continued to hold it it was a celebration for soldiers preparing for world war one But all of these people were crammed together. And you know, when there are a lot of people in one place, it really turns into kind of a Petri dish of sorts. Y'all remember from high school chemistry science classes, the good old Petri dish where, you know, you, you grew mold and things like that. Well, when a lot of people get together, germs, bacteria get exchanged. And apparently in this time period, in the uh, year of 1918, every bed in Philadelphia's 31 hospitals were filled with sick patients infected with that Spanish flu. It was definitely something that they were not prepared for. 
So that that was a, a huge, huge blow. And even just 900 miles away um, in St. Louis, not shortly thereafter, um, they detected the first cases of the flu among their people. And so the city went ahead and closed all public places. So schools, playgrounds, libraries, in an effort to prevent the spread of the flu. So this is a concept where I know in my lifetime, it has not been to this extent. So it can certainly evoke those feelings of anxiety. However, this has been going around for a very long time, that concept of staying home, staying away from public places. If you do have to go to the grocery store, using that very common sense of washing your hands, wiping the cart off, um, go run your errands, and then come back home. So social distancing is kind of, in my opinion, a very necessary measure to prevent the spread of flu, illness, and sickness. Um, you may also have heard that the concept is called flattening the curve. That's now the textbook public health response to epidemics, and that's including coronavirus 2019. So once a virus can no longer be contained, which in this situation, we've seen that it doesn't matter from country to country, it has spread. Um, the goal is to slow the spread. And once again, a lot of this information is coming from an article in courts available online. It was super interesting to read, very helpful. Of course, the psych nerd in me really was interested in that concept of social dis distancing to prevent spread of infection. Um, but basically, this is a proactive approach, and I'm glad that there is at least some kind of intervention in place so that we can try to control this. Um, so maybe if you have small children or you yourself are getting highly anxious about this, let's try to reframe. This is for your own benefit, and this is to keep you safe. So it's not that you're kind of being locked down in your house. Let's use this time to find other ways to fill your time to kind of get your mind off of the coronavirus. Don't be afraid to limit what you're watching on the news, um, looking at on your phone. I mean, every time you turn around, we're seeing kind of worst case scenarios and it is scary. But if you find that tuning into the news, receiving all this information is inciting that anxiety it's time to take a break as long as you're at home and you know get your Lysol out go ahead and, and give everything a good wipe down make sure your kids items or your shoes maybe you're not tracking them all the way through the house do everything in your power to um, disinfect and keep your own home safe so let me go over some quick stats on the coronavirus because I think it's important to share um, that right now, uh, and these stats are taken straight from the CDC website, so Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The latest updates were yesterday, March 12th, 2020. I'm actually uh, refresh, refreshing my browser just to make sure. Um, 
so this, the page here, and it's cdc.gov backslash coronavirus backslash 2019-incove backslash cases um, in the U.S., and that's where I'm pulling all of this information from. So it was, uh, this page is regularly updated at noon on Mondays through Fridays, and numbers close out at 4 p.m. the day before reporting. So right now, coronavirus in the U.S., I'm not going to get so much into the other countries that it's been found, the other jurisdictions. I'm going to keep it in the U.S. There have been 1,215 cases that have been reported. Out of that 1,215 number, there have been 36 deaths, and there have been 43 42 states and the District of Columbia who are reporting cases that are present. Um, when we go back, continue to go through the stats, um, it looks like out of all of the coronavirus statistics, 125 were travel related, 102 were contracted from being in close contact. There were, and there are 988 cases under investigation. So that kind of makes that total 1,215 number of cases that have been reported, um, with the total deaths being 36. And of course, people have definitely, in those 36 deaths, most likely lost family members that, and it was unexpected, it was before their time potentially. However, as we can see, there has been quite the, out of those 1,215 cases, the number of passing people who have passed away is quite low. I'm not diminishing it, but I am trying to get this information out because I think when we turn on the news, all we see are a new case has been reported, um, you know, in this state, and then this state has a new new case reported, and in, we're not necessarily seeing the broadcast of the ratio of numbers. Let's see. Um, it looks like passengers on the Diamond Princess cruise ship, they had 46 positive cases. There were um, people who had tra traveled to Wuhan, China. There were three positive cases. Let's see. Um, okay, and I'm continuing to look. Um, okay, so statistically, it looks like the date of reported cases really started February 16th within that range. It has gone up quite um has has increased quite heavily over the the course of the past several weeks however based upon the chart that i'm reviewing here on coronavirus 2019 cases in the us from january 12th 2020 to march 11th 2020 at 4 p.m. eastern it looks like right there around March 1st, cases began to be reduced. I was watching on 
um, Good Morning America this morning, and they went ahead and put out an approximate time frame. It looks like they're, they're saying, and they got this information from um, the head of prevention disease control. I'm probably not saying his name correctly, uh, but it, it looks like we could expect for the next two to eight weeks for uh, the kind of social distancing, uh, flattening the line, prevention measures to be um, in effect. So if you do work in an office complex where you do have to see clients or individuals, make sure that you're just practicing common sense. So, you know, wiping your office down. I know in my own therapy office, I'm certainly Cloroxing. Um, I am going to go up there today. I don't have clients, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and Lysol everything. Um, considering offering online sessions to all of my clients, that's going to kind of be to be determined. But yeah, I just, I put this out here to hopefully encourage you that now's a great time to, as I say, hunker down, maybe not leave your house if you don't necessarily have to and try to, try to, you know, either work from home or if your kids, you know, I know a lot of schools are kind of moving to this online program, which that's, that's to your benefit. This is all trying to slow the spread of disease. Just remember lots of people in a, in a small place, that's where bacteria grows. You know, um, everybody kind of comes from a different place and has different bacteria germs that they carry. So that's what this is. I hope that this has been helpful. I just felt really, you know, um, kind of convicted to share because even for me, it has definitely caused some anxiety and just seeing the changes that are going on. You know, I guess I'm, this is, don't take this as any kind of stock purchasing advice, but if they do continue to drop, it may be a good time to shift some of your investments around. Don't, don't quote me, call your own um, investment guidance place to see if that would be a good option for you. But just practice your common sense. I mean, I've seen it on the news so much, but the washing of the hands, not tracking shoes through the house, um, limiting uh, bacteria that's coming in, making sure you wash your vegetables before eating them. But if you cook them, um, hopefully they would be heated high enough to cook out the bacteria. Same with meats, protein. Um, if you have prescriptions that need to be refilled, I was kind of under advisement by someone close to me who has worked in the medical field for over, uh, for about 40 plus years. Um, go ahead and, and maybe get your prescriptions filled because a lot of prescription medications are, um, manufactured in China and other foreign countries abroad, and uh, I don't want anybody to kind of not run out of their prescription medication, so that may be a good idea to go ahead. If you have another refill, get it filled. Um, yeah, and maybe let's use this time to kind of stay home, get your home in order, and maybe engage in some relaxation with the family or with yourself. And I hope everyone stays safe, stays healthy out there. And uh, I would just uh, encourage you to watch yourself and take care of you.
So, all right, don't forget, you can also go to cdc.gov. You can read more about social distancing on courts um, and make it a great day. Today's Friday for me, so I hope you have a wonderful weekend and take care. All right, bye-bye. If you've liked what you've heard today on the three L's, there is plenty more coming. Feel free to subscribe, like, and share. And also give me a follow on Rachel and Dine Counseling on Instagram, where I will also be sharing polls and asking you, the listener, for what you want me to talk about, questions that you may have on living, learning, and loving through life and just general information. So thanks so much for listening and I can't wait for the next episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.